Good morning. It's a great pleasure to have Sairi Chahal for the Primetime Podcast. Sairi is the founder of Shiro's and Sairi, great to have you here. Thank you, Amit. Great to be here. Thanks. So tell us a little bit about your background and about Shiro's and the journey so far. All right. So I think if I was to put myself in one word, that would be dabbler. I've done so many things in my life. I've done media. I've done startups. I did my first startup in 99. I went and worked in the true blue corporate space just to sample it and came back to startups pretty quickly and started dabbling with the women in workspace around 2011 with Flexi Moms and learned a lot of things around that and there we are to 2014 we launched Heroes and essentially I think I've figured that one trail I want to be on which is working in this space. Yeah and you're doing incredible work so can you talk a little bit about the early days of Flexi Moms and what was that like and a bit about the transition to Shiro's? Absolutely. So Flexi Moms was basically a setup one more as an experiment than anything else to do something about a lot of women who were taking career breaks, who were trying to figure their options, a lot of young moms falling off the career map. And all we did was really put together this little hack of a website which allowed companies to register and women to sign up and find each other. And there was no real stuff behind it. I had another business running at that time. So this was really like just an idea. But it really got picked up and one thing led to another. We learned so much. Women from all over the country just found it on their own. And what we found was one, there is definitely a need to do something around women and careers space because I think traditionally everything around the women's space was very pink in nature. I think it was more of a leftover from the Grishoba days where if you spoke about women you would talk about recipes and makeup and parenting and maybe relationships but there was nothing that was sharp, intelligent, relevant to urban educated women. Just to put that in context, India produces the maximum number of women graduates in the world. So here we are, millions of us with absolutely no conversation, community support about us. So Fleximos I think happened to be that product but it wasn't a refined product and it was fairly niche in its approach and what we're trying to do is really patch up a problem. A lot of women had taken breaks and we are saying here flexible jobs or back to work programs which is great but our deep learning from that place was one careers are a base you're constantly navigating you're navigating when you're 18 you're navigating when you're 35 you're navigating when you're 45 it just continues there's a sense of continuity two i think the conversation and the engagement needs to start earlier for any long-term change to happen both in the ecosystem in lives of women and lives of companies and when we were setting all of this up in my continuous thread has been making it PL centric. I think a lot of stuff around women tends to be watered down. It becomes the soft stuff. And I think that's what we wanted to move away from. So we are very focused around making sure there is value on the table for everyone. And I think that was a key learning from having built this. So Flexi Moms was like a little hack, which gave us a lot of learning. It was an MVP. And then Heroes was sort of put together as a career go-to for women across the board and looking at careers in a slightly different way. We're a job-seeking nation, right? Everything in our life is about Nokri, right? Nokri and Shadi. But I think the world's changing and we're pretty much responding to that change. Wonderful. That's quite fascinating. So can you talk a little bit about how the last five or six years since you've been working so closely and you have a huge community and maybe you can share some numbers yeah. about the community and so yeah. forth. How the Indian women, the workplace landscape has evolved right. in the last four or five years? What was probably true in, you know, 2010-ish right. and what is true now as we're a little bit later in the decade here. Right. So what has changed? What is the same? Absolutely. So I think one thing that we've learned is women are always treated as a homogeneous group, which they are not. And so if you went to let's say the policymaker table, they would always treat women as a group. 
women is just a gender and within that there are various segments there are various needs there are various asks and one has to design things according to that what we've learned about urban educated women and their aspirations in india their needs are cyclical and one has to respond according to those needs so we did this little report called the shiro's report and we went to about 50000 women and we asked them about their career journeys we asked them about their aspirations we did a little bit of data crunching and we also did a little bit of stories we heard a lot of stories and put things together we figured on an average you can divide the entire urban educated women into about eight categories okay. okay and this spans various career stages careers are cyclical and it also means that people change gears you know depending on where they are in life more and more men are also doing that but i guess for women it was just part of the design they came from right and it's true for the world as well but i think in india it's more acute we're a country of big weddings and big birthdays and joint families and lack of child care completely so sure can you elaborate a bit on what it means for it to be cyclical Right. Yeah. Both so, for men and for women. Absolutely. You know, so we sort of put together about eight categories. I want to share those categories yeah. with yeah. you. One is what we call, you know, somebody who's a new tracker, somebody who's just entered the workforce. Their needs are very different. You know, so if we just sort of slice up all the young women who are graduating from colleges, engineering colleges, BA colleges, BCom colleges, their needs are very different from somebody who's looking for a job for the third time. And the conversation with them is very different. Then there is what we call the fast trackers, people who are let's say 27, 28 and are really out there they don't want to slow down they want access to the big resources that's the real lean and grow you know the group that wants to go out and chase their big dreams and then you have what we call the corporate tracker the person who's found a job but needs stability basically job is equal to stability traditionally all of india was that but now this is like a really large category you find a lot of this segment in banking it services i think a whole lot of mid layer it services sort of is the corporate tracker people who have found a stable zone they want to stay there but to them career means just keeping up with their immediate needs you know short term needs rather than a long term vision of their careers and then you have a very large user base which we define as empty nesters actually all of us came from families where our moms gave up their careers because they brought us up and once children leave and a lot of women in india had children young you know so by the time they were 40 kids had gone but you have another 25 30 productive years ahead of you and empty nesters is a big bunch in india and it's also added because of the army wives and the defense wives who are now saying hey i'm really sort of done doing the army duties and the children duties and i just really want to live for myself and they need to very different because they're not out there to get on the corporate track they just want to find engagement with more meaning and maybe not always commercially driven but driven by purpose driven by the fit and one needs to take that and then there's a category which is what we call off trackers people who've just fallen off their own maps for various reasons and the bunch we were addressing at flexi moms was actually that bunch who had given up their careers or had take a break and then sort of got walled in by domestic life or other needs and that's the hardest to bring back group because the work it needs by them by us by companies is massive and the success rate is fairly poor there and apparently there are 1.3 million women who are home business owners in india who are not registered businesses they're not smes they don't manufacture but they trade they basically get stuff from somewhere and they sell wherever they are or maybe services their services right or they are a local boutique 1.3 million women are mompreneurs or smb owners as we call them and their needs are quite different because they're looking for marketing channels they're looking for support they're looking for communities they're looking for access to digital media social media and a very exciting group and you find lots of it in small town india that's where there are no corporate jobs and then you have the growth in startups right the entrepreneurial women we are all seeing this trend last 4 5 years the number of women entrepreneurs in the ecosystem has gone up I was and ask you about that. yes so 
that's a small percentage i think in this whole stack of course but they're a significant stack because some of these companies are going to scale and we're already seeing the women categories become like a real thing it's finally found place in the investor table you know things like that yeah we invested in this company called blackout which builds an app for maya yeah in the women's health space. absolutely absolutely yeah so yeah. i think putting the women's category in the vc deck is claim to fame there for for this segment and then you have what we call alternate trackers you know typically people who are pursuing their passion creative pursuits writers painters yoga enthusiasts hospitality owners so again not part of a formal system sometimes but doing something that can be classified as a gdp creation activity so that's one stack and then of course i think what's happened is finally we feel we've also contributed to this women's careers are on the map from being pink only conversation it's a real engagement about careers and its needs and everybody sort of now engaging in this companies have woken up people are starting to talk about it early we are seeing it in our own member base that younger women are coming to us more often and also realizing that career is not linear or insular so if you are undergoing an emotional piece in your life then maybe you need to fix that to get your career back on track and earlier that wasn't the case there's a very tactical approach to say hey let me get a job get a job was the defining thing in life I think that's beginning to change. Got it. Wonderful. Very interesting that you mentioned women in entrepreneurship yeah. from the mompreneurs to you know women that are doing really large companies right you're doing one Richa Kaur of Zimbabwe Suchi of Mind yeah. Road Neha of Traction so there's a lot of women founders of women. And, and CEOs now right so can you talk a little bit about that trend and particularly more on the VC back companies that are beginning to scale right. really well right so i think one very definitive sort of trend is women are picking up problems they see and i'm very sure that male founders wouldn't have done these companies it took a woman to set up a zivame i don't think a guy would have founded shiros you know because i guess a lot of problems that women see in their own context are turning into entrepreneurial ventures which is great but also there are a lot of other interesting ideas for example loginex you know manisha swati bhargav cash karo shraddha i think we've got tons of other interesting ideas working in the system i think it means really well because one there are more role models there are more women out there who can be seen in the space finally funds are flowing into these ventures it wouldn't mean much if these companies were not getting funded so women founders are getting funded there's more uptake from people who were earlier sitting on the fence so i think it's managed to convert a lot of people to say yes this can be done if this person can do it i too can and i think from a deal flow point of view it's great from a problem solving context it just makes it wider more inclusive and let's also expect a diverse range of companies to come through these tracks expect more small town companies to come through these tracks absolutely and actually like you mentioned now i think not just the investors but also male founders are going and attacking problems in the space yeah. could be fashion could yeah. be entertainment like we're talking about for maya right john is the sole founder yeah. right, in a women's health space as a male founder yeah So earlier I want to go back to your thing about cyclical just yeah. for a moment and yeah. also I've heard you talk in the past about career versus job yeah. so if you could elaborate a little bit on that and yeah. maybe talk a little bit about it in the context of men as well yes. it would be interesting to see Absolutely. what does it mean to have a cyclical I think let's let's sort of you know zoom out and look at what's happening in the world right so we all know business life cycles are shorter than ever before you know we also know jobs are under stress so jobs as a category is under deep stress for all of us we all understand that the third 
trend on the horizon is that workplace flexibility is growing or at least remote work is growing there's enough tech to sort of support that and the fourth trend is entrepreneurial bearings you know so even people who are looking for jobs or companies who are giving out jobs actually those jobs are entrepreneurial jobs they're not jobs as we knew them right they're not templated in the pure sense of the word and i think world changing from that context changes faster and i think a lot of cyclicity comes from that space one the security of a job is not there anymore so while it's gone away for men as well i think it's working more as an advantage to women because earlier it was seen as a sign of distress in your career if you took a break mm-hmm. but today a break is a normal thing for a guy or a girl right mm-hmm. so i think that is one of the key trends i see definitely a huge uptake in remote work because i think the world just collapsing whether companies engage with us now or they'll engage with it 5 years from now but that's going to happen we are going to all work out of wherever our laptop is so i think that trend is again impacting women in a very positive way mm-hmm. and the other thing that's happening is people are making more bold choices earlier there was still the fear of giving up financial security i think as a country just in terms of wealth creation gdp creation there is a huge segment whose needs have been met the basics have been met more and more people are taking those calls and saying let me try something i'm passionate about and when i talk to young people we definitely see a trend where passion first is a very big thing workplace flexibility is a very big thing and of course the search for meaning and i think whatever we may say about frivolousness of this generation and i think every generation does this to the other but i think the search for meaning is much deeper especially in younger people and i think that's driving their career decisions their life decisions and of course there are a whole lot of models which are very future of work right the uber airbnb generation which is saying hey i'm happy to be a quasi entrepreneur i'm happy to work in a format or engage in a format which allows me to meet my life goals differently and that's an opportunity that women are lapping up to their advantage you know as they sort of navigate the other maze which is maze called india and the indian big family and the big wedding so when these two worlds are colliding we see very interesting dynamics in the career space great very interesting so switching gears a little bit and talking more about shiro's yeah. the company yeah. right you have a huge audience right several million women i'm guessing engaged yeah. with your platform and so yeah. forth can you talk a little bit about the building of that company and in particular the community yeah. right which yeah. might be useful for others who are trying yeah. to build communities around various products or services right. that they may have right. because i think you've done an incredible job on that right in terms of community social media etc so maybe some more stories some lessons some absolutely. tips absolutely great yeah thank you yes absolutely so i think we have one defining question as a company that any woman with a career need on her mind or career question on her mind you can even call it aspiration should be able to find something of value at shiros so as a company we exist to serve that and even before we had figured out our product product market fit revenue i think the thing we started doing was going out and talking to women online offline wherever we met them wherever they found us about their career needs and the context to this is that women across the world and more so in india don't talk about their careers culturally we just not built like that and i think families and friends are inadequate as a group as a soul group to serve that need because it's all about horizon gazing it's all about connecting the dots it needs a wider landscape and more objectivity 
and i think the objectivity is very hard to find at home sure. so i think it started with that context so one more thing for the listeners is that go talk to a ton of people yeah. i don't sit in the building and absolutely you know, and absolutely you know, you know right? absolutely so, so one things we do as a system and this is like sometimes we talk as a team that if we had to strip down everything about heroes and do one thing we would still run what we call the career helpline mm-hmm. so just to put it into context we started by talking to women and basically it meant that people would email us you see us very active on social media because people are talking to us and we respond less than about 7 minutes you know our average response wow. time is that really yeah impressive. it's become a competitive sport in the company now to say who responds faster and you know which channels doing better so women reaching out to us we staying open and responsive across the board however basic that query might be however broken her english might be however unserviceable that request is we will always respond so that that person feels encouraged to come back and i think if we did one thing right this was the thing and just to sort of give you a context now what exists at heroes for the user so today women reach out to us to manage their diverse career needs so we have a very large range of opportunities we don't call them jobs because jobs is a very small bit opportunities are entrepreneurial options work from home options corporate jobs and everything that sort of falls in between there's a big mentor board that is expert advice almost quarter like there's a lot of stories of success there's daily inspiration around the career space women who have done it women who are exciting companies who are doing cool stuff all of that is well been heroes and then there's whole horizon gazing and trend gazing around skilling what are the key events i should attend what are the investments i should make in my own career and it's all held together by this very supportive conversational culture talk to your user please don't automate your responses and let machines talk to you internet companies can't afford that and especially if you're building a community and then we run the career helpline which gets women from about 5000 locations as diverse as raipur and balia and hubli and tenny logging in and talking to a qualified career coach one on one about their needs and those needs can be very basic to say should i start applying for jobs now or should i apply later or i was a tester now i want to turn into a coder or i want to turn into a painter or i have a home business which i want to grow the queries might be very diverse but be treated with lot of love and respect Great. and that sort of been like a very crucial piece to building shiros Right. So, what about if there was a young woman starting out today, yeah. right? Sort of fresh out of college or yeah. whatever. What advice would you give her as she's just about to take off on her journey, right? right. One of many cyclical journeys, right. on things that she should or shouldn't do as she looks forward. Right. Our tagline says "Take charge." So, we deeply hope we can help. That is, every woman goes out and takes more charge and takes decisions. Do not sit on decisions. Take them. They will either be right or wrong. But you would have moved forward either way. So, I always tell people, don't. certain decisions and i think a lot of career issues are because people keep fence sitting and not making a decision to there's a lot of help out there and a lot of us who found some bearing in our life happened because people helped us you know and they're still helping us we are not doing it alone and it's all group work it's all hundreds of agents colliding to make something happen and so will for you and we had a very interesting case this woman got up at startup india and asked me a question to say how should i network i'm from banaras and i run this business and guess what because she raised her hand she asked a question she has not only found help at shiros She keeps in touch now. The business is doing well. They're almost on verge of raising funds because she put her hand up. You know, so we say go out, take charge, connect, ask for help, and even if you fail, you would have learned more than when you have not done something. So that's, I guess, 
Fabulous. Uh, so to kind of wrap up, do you have any recommendations on books or other things that you might recommend for people, men or women? Absolutely. So one of my favorite books is this book by Tony Schwartz, which talks about manage energy, not time. And I find that fascinating as a concept because I think we traditionally keep banking our time, but we don't talk about our energy. And as entrepreneurs, that's sort of crucial. And then there's this little spiritual book, which is like my little Bible. It's called Simple Abundance, sort of a little life guide. Of course, there are tons of other books I can keep talking about you know biographies I have a thing for sports biographies I just read Abhinav Bindra's oh, I just read Abhinav Bindra's and I'm sort of totally list, totally yeah. inspired by it and his journeys but I think sports biographies have a thing about inspiring you yeah so wonderful it's been fantastic to talk to you Sairi I really appreciate you doing this thank and I look forward to continuing to be in touch absolutely thank you so much I love talking to you